Welcome to Modern Day Abigails, a women's outreach of Calvary Chapel Pearland. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. So let's listen to God's Word, where everyday lives transform, and where we can become the women God created us to be. Welcome back. We're back on Modern Day Abigails. Got a brand new topic. Woohoo! Bit of a controversial cho- uh, chocolate. Okay, so so it's a topic, tell em, but just tell them we we have our um we have our little bubbly water drinks in our it's chocolate delicious because we just got back from church and had lunch and well we we wanted some. Ladies, let's just say it. This topic, you might want to grab you some chocolate. You want to take a minute, put us yes. some pause, grab you a cup of coffee, grab you some chocolate, sit down, relax. Whatever your comfort food is, yes. take a minute, pause, go get it. Yes. Um, so we are actually are going to start off with prayer wow. because... That's yes. so funny because... Unless you're in your car. Please don't. No, yeah. <laughs> when you hear car. that, you're like, oh my God, do I, do, I, do I really want to hear this? I don't know. Hey, we're women. We want to hear secrets. <laughs> and, um, but if you're in your car, please do it safely. Oh gosh, Some of yeah. us do listen. In our cars, that's when I do listening to podcasts, whether it be Watch Therefore or Set for Life, it's because I'm in the car. And listen, we're trying to smack softly, but yeah, that may or may not happen. So we apologize in advance um, because we're just not going to stop eating the chocolate. No, because we're so hoping y'all, y'all join us. <laughs> um, uh, so, um, Joanna, I do think we, we should pray first. And okay. then I want to give a little brief definition so we understand where we're coming from. So it's not a misunderstanding. All right, go for it. Father God, Holy One of Israel, you are an awesome God. And we thank you for the Lord Jesus, that who came to die for us in our place, Lord, to pay a debt that we could never pay. But he didn't stop there. He rose on the third day, Lord, to give us life, to defeat death. And so, Lord, we want to be in your proper order. We want to do our lives the way that you have created our lives to be. And you didn't create our lives to be just sitting back on a fence. Lord, you created us to do some something for you, to do your work, to do your will, to get out there and preach the gospel message, because Lord, we know you're coming back soon. And so we ask you, Lord, to just bless all the listeners, give us open hearts and open ears and open eyes to see your word, because Lord, we want to follow after you. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. So all right, let me, Anna, go for it. All right. So let me, all right. What are some <laughs> of I do, I do, I do. Okay. What are some misnomers? When you think of order, what are what are things that come to your mind? Oh, you're asking me? Well, you are the one in front of me. Yes. <laughs> so hey. I mean I could ask some other people, but they would have a little bit difficulty answering. <laughs> I guess I'm it. Yeah. Here. Um out of order. What um, is out of order? When you you're you do accounting. If on. something is out of order, the what happens? Of accounting. Oh, the reports aren't wrong. The numbers aren't correct. Everything's um, a complete mess. Is Let me ask you this. Is the number three more important than the number one? No. Is number one more important than number 100? No. But does sometimes one have to come before the other? Yes. Is it because one's more special? No. So how is it? Am I answering right? Yeah. Okay, because yeah. I'm, <laughs> I, my question is, is how is it that when we talk about God's order, automatically we think somebody's better than somebody else? Oh, 
Oh, I see where you're going. Yeah, why, why is that? Go, go, go. Because I, I talked to this one lady one time, and we were talking about it, and, and um, she was she didn't like the submission and, and order and all that. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I said, it's not because one is better than the other. It's not because somebody can is, is can do it, and you're, you can't do it. It's just that we're not supposed to do it. And about a, a little while later, she came back, and she goes, you know, that made a difference. She goes, mm-hmm. when I realized it wasn't that I can't do it, is that I'm not supposed to do it. Mm-hmm. She said made all the difference. You know what? I'm not going to I'm going to let you keep going. Oh, okay. You just I don't yeah, cuz I don't know what you got going on okay. here so and I don't want to mess it. So, well, I want to give I don't want to get out of order. <laughs> well, I want to give us mm-hmm. some examples of order right. and why if we can look around the world and see that order is important and how helpful it is, then when we read God's word, we're going to see how his order is to protect us because he loves us. Not because he thinks we can't do it. He knows we can because Jesus said that you can do anything through me. Mm-hmm. Except we're not supposed to. But why? So let me ask you. Oh, okay. Let's do it. How many, um, you know my wisteria here, right? Oh, yeah. It's gorgeous. Okay. And you know I love the bees coming, right? Yes, I know because you wouldn't let me swat one. No, I wouldn't. That was trying to bump me. He was giving you a nice, gentle idea that he was think thought you were in his space i know i wanted to give him a nice gentle idea as well and you wouldn't let me so no, yes because he was important i'm fully aware I'm sorry, of your wisteria uh, yeah i know <laughs> but there's another tree that my my parents have it's a huge pear tree and it blooms every year it's the most beautiful pink flowers you'd love it they're pink flowers i grew up with pear trees and uh, they're pink right i don't remember and then so this time of year it's spring I love going to my parents' place to stand under that tree because you can hear the, all the bees buzzing. Oh. <laughs> now, let me ask you something. If the bees showed up and there were no flowers, what would happen to that tree? It would not be pollinated. Okay. What's the purpose of that tree? The purpose of the tree is to produce some fruit. Yes. What is our purpose as believers in Jesus? Ooh, to produce some fruit. Yes, we're supposed to have fruit. But if we get out of order, are we going to produce that fruit? No. No. So, but is that bee more important than that flower? No. Is the tree more important than the bee? No. Is that flower saying, hey, I'm the best. I'm pretty. I give it all. I'm more important than you two. No. No, because if there was no tree, the flower wouldn't have anywhere to stand. And there was no bees, the, the flower would be pointless. It, sure, it's pretty. But then it dies, and then what? But see, a flower that gets pollinated that produces a pear, it falls and produces more pears. And there's more buds, and there's more flowers. Now, my parents don't eat their pears because they're the canning-type pears where you're supposed to, like, boil them forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so and, is ours. Yeah, and then by the time you're done, it tastes like an apple pie instead of pear. Right, all that work. Yeah, all that work, and you wind up with an apple pie instead of a pear. Kroger. Right. Well, they have deer. Oh, so the deer come up and, and because my mom decided that area was a deer sanctuary. <laughs> See, everybody around them hunts the deer. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So my mom's like, Mm-mm. and my dad doesn't care. <laughs> I was like, whatever. So she's like, it's a deer sanctuary. They have a pond. They have the pear tree. They get young deer come up to their house, almost literally up to their house because it's so close to the pear trees and they're comfortable and they sit there and they eat. So not only is that tree bearing fruit, but that fruit tree is given back. And the deer are taking that pear. I know this is gross. I'm sorry, Joanna. Hang on. You're, oh, you're okay. Here we go. Think Do about I need it. To hold my ears. Cover my ears. The deer take the fruit, and they reproduce because you know the seeds that gotta escape somehow. Oh my goodness! And Thank make you. more pear trees. Nice way to put that. Yeah, but think about the order. 
We're supposed to do that. We're supposed to be taking in the word. We're supposed to have fruit to bear, and we're supposed to take it out. Of course, a lot nicer way of doing it. Uh, yes. <laughs> but so when we talk Good about... visual, Anna. Hey, Good no visual. problem, no problem, no problem. Um, if anybody out there is a little squeamish, I apologize, but it's... But our, too bad. I handled it. Okay. You can yeah. handle it, too. Yeah. So why don't, we, why don't we dig in? Okay, let's go. Let's All do right. it. So the first order I want to kind of go into is in the home, because... If the order in the home is not right, the order outside the home isn't going to be right. we got to start from the beginning. So the first one is Ephesians 5. We're going to start in Ephesians 5, verse 22. Wives, submit to your own husbands as to the Lord. All right, we're going to, have to stop there. Why is it that that word looks like a bad word? Why does submit seem so bad? The S word. Yeah, the S word. Not that S word, the other S word. Because, oh, that's right, there are two. But we don't speak that way, so it didn't no, enter my head. It's okay. Because I think it's taken completely out of context. I agree. That's my answer. Yeah, well, I was looking at the definition, <laughs> and, and I can see why people don't like it. Because the, 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 um, the, the definition says, accept or yield to a superior force or to this authority or will of another person. That does sound terrible, doesn't it? Oh, that sounds like no fun at all. I know. Exactly. Now, the kid's definition is to leave to the judgment or approval of someone else. Well, now that doesn't sound so bad if we leave the judgment or approval to someone like mm, the Lord. Mm, I would do that. I would do that definition. Yeah. I or, like that definition. I do. I did like that. I like that, too. The other one was um, Transitive to formally give something to someone so that they can make a decision about it. So we let our husbands make that decision. I don't. Th- I personally, that's one of the greatest joys I have as a married woman. Somebody will say something like, "That's my husband." I get out of it. <laughs> then you get to walk <laughs> off. I do. We. That was actually one of the funnest parts about Israel, is that they would come up or like you trying to get me to buy stuff, and I'm, I'd shake my head and go, "Go ask my husband," and they would look at me, like, "Wait, you're an American." <laughs> Mm-hmm. What do you mean? Go ask your husband. And I'd point again. I'm like, go ask my husband. Ray's like, you know, six foot tall. These guys were short, and they look over there and they look at him. And they look at me and they walk off. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's where it ended. So it's not because, and the Lord didn't design this. It's just as if to the Lord, as to the Lord, He didn't design it because the the husband was better than the wife. But but it's a protection. We're going to see. I'm going to prove to you in a little bit why this is a form of protection. For the husband is head of the wife, as also Christ is the head of the church. He is the savior of the body. Well, that doesn't sound so bad, right? No. No. I mean, So far, so good. Yeah, Jesus is the head of the church, so the husband should lead the wife like Jesus leads. And now, now what's the first thing you're going to hear? He ain't the boss of me. My husband is not like Christ. Oh. Right. Oh, see, I can totally relate to that. Why did not? Why was that not my first answer? Because I was married to um, someone who would not step up and lead our home. Um, he did the exact opposite on purpose. So, yeah, what do you do, Anna, when you're in right. that situation? Well, what did Abigail do? We talked about her in the first episode. What did mm-hmm. she do? She, um, well, she made. She did not get out of order, but she still made godly decisions yes. with godly wisdom. Yes. And she did godly acts. Mm-hmm. And she was rewarded for it. 
So you can have now, and also um, look at Esther. You know, her husband was a complete heathen. He certainly was not even close to being non-Jewish. Not at all. Not even not even like an inkling. Terrible decisions. Yeah, and she was forced. It wasn't like mm-hmm. she had a choice. Not like you know, hey, this is a great idea. She she had no choice. And yet she still made godly decisions. Yes, she did. And she made bold. In God's th- order. Yes. Now, she did try to get out of it. She almost did because she's like, well, wait, wait, wait. And, you know, her, but she stayed in order when, you know, Mordecai said, look, if you don't do it, God will find somebody else to do it mm-hmm. and your household will perish. Mm-hmm. And she knew she had to make a decision. She made the right decision. So I'm not saying that. So even women who are listening, they're like, my husband's not even close to being like Jesus. And that's, that's okay. It, yeah. I mean, because you, because that means you have to pray yeah. you st- and the Lord's going to direct your steps. You go to the Lord. I couldn't, you know, uh, in my, my previous marriage with somebody who wasn't even close, I take everything to the Lord mm-hmm. I, he answered some amazing prayers because my husband wouldn't do it. Like when I was, you know, I had, um, he had, uh, he had to leave for a job and I'm trying to set up. So it's raining outside. It's flooding outside. The parking lot is full. He had to get to work, and we only had one car. So he looks at me and goes, can you go get the car? Because I don't want to get my shoes wet. And I, at that time when I was younger, I, I got sick all the time. It, it didn't take much for me to have an upper respiratory infection. It didn't take much for me to have bronchitis. So I'm walking out to the car, and I'm like, Lord, you're going to have to keep me from getting sick. I cannot get sick. I can't afford it. I was working full time, being a mom, going to, was I going to school yet? Getting ready to go to college get in the car and all of a sudden I feel this warm air hit my feet. Now I don't know where this warm air came from because our car had been off all night. So I'm like, okay, that was weird. So I get him taking work. I'm like all day long out and about doing stuff. Get home that night, about to take a shower. And I thought, Lord, this is going to be a cold, wet mess when I take off my shoes and socks. I am not kidding. And I tell you, I took off my shoes and socks and the water was still warm. My feet were in warm water the whole day. Nice and toasty. I didn't get sick. The Lord took care of it. Yes, he was. It was. He shouldn't have asked me that. He should have done different things. But I did what I was asked to do, and the Lord protected me through it. So I understand that there are some husbands out there. You just keep praying. Sometimes they've got. We. I'm not going to say stupid requests, but sometimes we just don't understand the request, and sometimes yeah. there's just a selfish request. I'm not going to say the that, word. Yeah, that's the word. Sometimes there is a selfish request. You know, and but we stay in God's order. But we're also, as wives, not above making yes. selfish requests ourselves. Oh, yeah. We do it so ourselves, too. It's a two-way street Exactly. Here. Exactly. I wasn't a great wife at that time. I didn't know. Oh, neither was I. I didn't know what to do. But I did learn how to pray. And that's why I want to encourage the ladies today. I want to encourage you to pray. Learn how to pray. If you're like, well, my prayers aren't being answered. Well, we'll have to do an episode on that one day, talking about our prayers, because sometimes they don't get answered. Mm-hmm. Why don't they get answered? What do we need to do? Mm-hmm. But for today, we're going to talk about being in order. And we're going to go to Ephesians 5, verse 24. Therefore, just as the church is subject to Christ, so let the wives be to their own husbands in everything. And I cannot stress this enough, ladies. Do not go outside your husband to talk to another man. You want to talk to another woman, that's one thing. But don't go and stop and talk to another man. I was actually, victim is not the right word. But I had a guy who kept talking to me at my old job. I wasn't married yet, but he was. And he talked to me a lot. It just about got things in trouble because I realized what was happening. And he was getting way too close. He started washing my coffee cup for me, leaving me little things on my desk. And I had to deal with it. 
And, you know, it's not like I made it an HR issue. It's like, okay, I can't talk to you anymore. This is not, we can't do this anymore. It's how emotional affairs get exactly. started. Exactly. And, and then physical. Exactly. And I didn't want to go there. Once the Lord showed me what was happening, because I was just, I was just being nice. I was mm-hmm. just, you know, you got questions. It was innocent on your end. Yeah. Doesn't sound like it was innocent No, but it was, once it came to, pointed out to me by the Lord, it was no longer being innocent. Mm-hmm. I had to make a decision. And I, I did fight a little bit because I'm like, I'm not doing anything wrong. It's just talking. Well, once I realized what was going on, I couldn't talk anymore because my mouth was getting me in trouble. Yep. So, ladies, I'm just saying that you 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 need to stay. And you're like, but my husband, you know, I can't go to my husband. Okay, that's I understand. You sometimes might have sometimes we can't. You sometimes you can't. You had a mom, dad, best friend, um, a sister, a womanly a cousin, best friend, a wonder, yeah, womanly best friend. Go to a woman. You don't go to a man. And I can say this because I work with a bunch of guys, mm-hmm. you know, and we do not talk about things like that. The guys don't talk to me about their wives. I don't talk about my husband like that. Now, we might say, hey, how's it going? Mm-hmm. You know, hey, how's the family? How's yeah, your family? Exactly. How's your wife? You know, I tell my boss all the time, you know, I feel so bad for your wife. He like, looks at me. He goes, I know. I agree. <laughs> you know, so we, we keep up with the family, but it's an appropriate keeping up with the family. Let's see. We are on Ephesians 5. going to take us longer than I thought. And oh, we're not oh. saying never speak to a man. That's not no, what no, we're no. saying. No, no, no. Good point. Good point. That's not what we're yes. saying. We're saying. Have boundaries. Set yes. up boundaries so that you're not talking about stuff that you shouldn't be talking to another man, that you're not talking to your husband. But that's even if you have a godly husband. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't go to another man. Or your husband's maybe not as up to date on the you know his Bible reading. If you have a question about the Bible, you should go to your husband anyway. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Have him. He's a, he can look it up or he can go to somebody else. It's not your place to go to another man and say, hey, I need help on this Bible verse. Mm-hmm. Even, I'm going to say it, Joanna, even a pastor. I was going to say, even your pastor. Even your pastor. Don't, that should be between you. If you've got a question, you go to your husband, have him talk to the pastor. It's not appropriate. Mm-hmm. And let, well, now, um, for instance, um, your husband is our pastor. Well, yeah. So when I have questions for him, I group text. Yes, yes, that's true. Now, you could do that. You could group text easily. Yep, group text. But it wouldn't be appropriate for you to text him by myself. Now, yeah. does some of the older single women's text Ray? Yes. You know what Ray does? Hey, by the way, I got a text. Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. he'll tell me about it. Yeah. They're not thinking about it. They're like... Dude, I can be your mom. Right? <laughs> yeah, I know. But still, it's, yeah. it's a common courtesy yeah. to you. Yes. And that's you why he's that like, he hey, I that. got this text. Oh, okay. You know, yeah. cool. So that's why in Ephesians five twenty five it says, Husbands, love your wives just as Christ loved the church and gave himself for her, that he might sanctify and cleanse her with the washing of water by the word, that he might present her to himself a glorious church, and this is Jesus himself as Jesus, a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such things, but that she should be holy and without blemish. So in short, basically saying husbands should not be sticking their wives out there with inappropriateness. They should be monitoring. What are we watching? You know, when Ray and I the other day, we saw the show. We we're like, oh, this looks good. And we start watching, I'm like, hey, I remember this show. We were watching this. He goes, why didn't we finish it? Got to a scene. We're like, oh, oh. Yeah. maybe that's well, why we didn't finish it. Why. So I looked at him like, maybe we, can, maybe we could fast forward. So we fast forward that scene. Watched a little bit more. Another scene came up. He looked at me. He goes, I don't know if we could fast forward much longer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah I guess we're, we're done. done. <laughs> but that's what they do. That's accountability. Exactly. 
I mean, and that's another thing that's that's orderly is accountability, accountability. to each other. Exactly, and it's not accountability because you don't trust. It's not. It has accountability and trust is not together. No, we're supposed to be like I'm accountable to you. You're yeah, accountable I mean, to me. Exactly. It's just saying that we are. We know our our rules. Okay, some of us who are rule followers. For those who are not rule followers, some of us we know the track trail we're supposed to take. Mm-hmm. And if we get off that trail, we're supposed to be stopped. You know, somebody should stop us if we're not on the right trail. If you're going to the place where there's a bunch of bad bears or snakes, don't you want someone to warn you? If you're about to step off the narrow path, um, one of us is supposed to grab you and pull you back on. Exactly. Vice versa. And, and if sanctify means set apart. It's another word for holiness. So we, we're, he's supposed to, so husbands love your wives just as Christ loved the church. And he goes into talking about, and guess what, ladies, after we talk about this order, we're going to talk about love. <laughs> if you want some conviction and some spiritual warfare, I recommend highly studying it. I actually asked several people besides you, Joanna, like, hey, you want some conviction and warfare? Because study love. And I said, nope. So did the other person. The other person looked at me, shook their head. I'm good. (laughs) Can you really say no? Just give me the cliff notes. Okay, just the cliff notes. I think I got five pages of cliff notes here. Oh, that's not cliff notes. Yeah. But there's an importance because they go together. Love and order actually go very well together. Because if you don't have love, you can't be in order. Mm -mm. They're going to go together. Oh, gosh. If you're out of order, if you're... If you've got order in your home and there is no love, it's probably more like a chaotic, manipulative Or it's, abuse. it's, it's um, this is the lieutenant and this is the private. Right. And it, it becomes very... Um, Militarian. Militarian one, idea. That's not really a marriage or, in my Yeah, exactly. Or you're, you're at work all the time. Yeah. You know, and you don't want that either. But he... So, so just as a husband loves your wife, as Christ loved the church. And I know there's a lot... Okay, but let's let's... Let's be real. There's no way a husband can ever match the Lord. No. Ever. And don't think that he can. Right. Don't create that expectation either. Exactly. That's not what's what's no. going on here. But what he's trying to show is that order that as the wives are submitting to their husbands, the, the husbands are to love their wives. They go together. But let's also be real. When we talk about love, nobody's 100%. You're not going to be 100%. I'm not going to be 100%. Mm-mm. Well, it, we're human. Right. But you can't be 50-50 either because the other person's not going to be able to pull their half. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's going to actually be 80-20. Yeah. And that's going to, that's where we are really going to have to get to and really be in a serious the, talk. Maybe not all the time. Right. Uh, you may switch. be the 20 part exactly. at some point. Sometimes, and I really see that a lot. They switch, mm-hmm. you know, and, and especially under warfare. I can tell when, when Ray and I were taking turns on warfare. I can tell you, you and I, we were taking turns. turns on warfare. And I th- I'm grateful for that from the Lord because the other person could be the one cheering it on and, mm-hmm. and encouraging. And, and if you don't have that order balance and that love, that person's going to be under warfare and you're going to like, you deserve it. Bye. Yeah. What are you hey, This is whatever. Yeah. And that's not the way it's supposed to be because we fight a common enemy. We're not supposed mm-hmm. to be fighting each other. Right. We're supposed to be fighting the enemy. Mm-hmm. Um, you got any um Conditions to this part? Uh, no, I do have one question. Are we right. doing love right after this? Yeah. The same day? Oh, this oh. will be fun. Okay. Yeah. So, yes, we need chocolate. Yeah. That's my input. I have a whole other bag. <laughs> chocolate. I have another bag. You can entertain everybody while I run into the kitchen. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And watch Ray so look funny. at me going, why are you yeah, running into the kitchen? Why are you out of that room? What are you doing? Because we ran out of chocolate. <laughs> need more. And if you don't like chocolate, which I don't know 
how, but I actually I have a cousin. I who don't doesn't, know that we can be friends. I have I'm a cousin sorry. who doesn't like chocolate, and I, I, half of me is like, "Wow, that is really great," and the other half of me is I feel so sorry for you. Mm. My son doesn't like chocolate, and I'm like, "I'm sorry, I don't think that we're related." I'm pretty sure I'm not your mom. Um, pretty sure my son. It's not that he doesn't like chocolate. Chocolate doesn't like him too much. Mm. If he doesn't eat the right chocolate, it makes his he so cracks me up. He goes, "He's like, yeah, my throat's getting all itchy." Dude, that's called allergic reaction. Yes. Stop it. <laughs> says 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 the um, mom of an EMT child. Yeah, this is when he was younger. I guess I'm glad he's EMT now. This is when he was right. younger. <laughs> so I had to learn how to buy. Um, my throat all itchy. Yeah, so they have a lot more chocolate nowadays. But when he was younger, he, his special treat was a bag of Dove dark chocolate. Oh, okay. Oh. Because that's all he could eat, and it wouldn't. That would Poor be the thing. Yeah, that's all he because if he ate regular chocolate, make his throat itch. Like, oh my quit. goodness! So he's also the same kid who'd be like, he'd be sick, and I'm like, what is wrong? And he's like, well, that food last night did smell funny. Oh, child, if the food smells funny, you I don't, don't eat, it. eat it. I don't know. Anyway, that's funny. Yeah, he cracks me up. He cracks me up too. Uh, Okay. For those Where who don't at? know, Joanna actually has known my son longer than she's known me. <laughs> <laughs> I remember him texting one day and I was like, who are you talking to? He goes, oh, my friend Joanna, not the some girl from school. I'm like, oh, no. great, another girl from school. It was just me. Nope, it was you. He didn't bother to tell me that part. No. I guess I guess he thought it would sound strange and he didn't want to explain it. So he just. Well, because I'm, I'm older than you. Yeah. But um, they are the children. His best friends yeah. are the children of. Our other close friends. Yeah, so so I, I've known them all since they were like five. And then Stevie just kind of jumped in the mix. Exactly. And, and so I've stayed close with them. And so, um, you know, I just, you know, they're the, they're the yeah. kids. And they're so fun. So I couldn't not hang out with them all the dang time. But it was funny. It was funny anyway. <laughs> this, is, this is the Joanna. I'm like, wait a minute. Uh, wait, a, wait a minute. That's the Joanna. She's older than me. Yeah. I was like, what? Yeah. But I'm like, you know what? But that was great. They always had a chaperone. Always. It was great. I was Speaking of being in them. order, I mean, that actually kind of goes with order. Because we used to tell our son all the time, it's not about we don't trust you. It's about accountability. Mm-hmm. If you tell me you're going to be at this house, I might come by. You better be at that house. Mm-hmm. Because yep. it actually got him almost in a lot of trouble because um, one of the girls he was hanging out with, her parents promised me she'd never leave them alone. They left them alone. Oh, oh. she lied. Yeah. Ooh. I, I was so angry, and of course, I didn't find this out until like mm, probably like seven years later. Oh my god! I wanted to go find them. He goes, sure. "Mom, mom, you can't hunt them." Yeah, down. I was like, "Why can't I?" Mom, it was seven years ago. Okay, we are over this. We're going through forgiveness. <laughs> there is no statute of limitations on that. That's what I try to explain. For but for it. but for him, I let it go. But it was accountability. He was horrified. Yeah, he was because you were probably getting in your car. Uh, uh, well, we were taking a walk. He was, um, he just got saved and he was confessing everything. Oh, oh, that was a fun day. Oh, it, well, half of it was because my child was saved. And the other half of me was like, who am I going to go kill? You can't mom. You cannot do that. (laughs) Who's now on my list? Yeah. So I had to learn forgiveness. You know, that was a, a, actually there was a, 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 like, Lord, you're going to have to help me forgive them. I was betrayed. Mm -hmm. I Mm -hmm. put my child, because my goal was never to put my child in a situation where, and this is part of being in order as a parent, because I think we get into that later about parents. As a parent, we're not supposed to throw our children into temptation. We should not be throwing them into a situation that will allow them to get in trouble. And I felt I had thrown my child in a situation to get him in trouble because I trusted parents that I, I had no right to trust. 
so um, after that, so that's why I'm thankful he had a friend like you because they all hung out with you. you they mm-hmm. always had a chaperone, and yeah. they, and there was accountability for yeah. them. They were so much fun. I was just always with them. I, I can see why. Really, I yeah, told you I, mean, I accidentally. Fun. Well, I, I accidentally got invited to the bachelor party. Oh. Did you know that? Yes. Yeah. So anyway, so I got to find out yeah. firsthand how much fun they were. Yeah. I mean, they're just such cool kids. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I just wanted to be with them all the time. Yeah. And for those who are wondering, as they had asked my husband, they're like, hey, Dad, we're going to go see the Star Wars movie. Don't you want to go? He's like, yeah. And so Ray bought two tickets. Yeah. Well, there you go. Because they didn't tell him the part about, oh, it's a bachelor party. Oh. <laughs> and they're like, oh, it's a bachelor party. And, of course, Jack's like, oh, that's just so totally appropriate. Is your mom get invited? <laughs> I could totally see Jack saying he's that. Like, he's like, yeah. all, all the people, that is, that is so, that would happen. Oh my gosh, that's anyway. so funny. I enjoyed Star Wars. Yeah, I bet it was awesome. <laughs> it was great. And I, did, I was thinking, this is what Joey and I was talking about. This is great. Yeah, yeah. They're fun. So, uh, and so we're going to go to, so he also talks about holy and without blemish. So part of the husband's job as in the order is to keep his wife separated, holy, not getting her in trouble keeping her um and air quotes clean Protecting. you know and it says without spot or wrinkle do you know how much work it takes to keep something from being wrinkled and taking out spots no i just throw it in the dryer joanna i'm sorry ask the question again <laughs> we're talking about it talks about not having spot or wrinkle how hard is it to keep our clothes from getting wrinkled and no spots on it it's not possible not when you live in texas and you're eating salsa absolutely i don't wear white for that reason yes but the thing is, is he's supposed to be taking care of her in such a way, just like Jesus takes care of the church. He's not supposed to be putting her in a situation that would harm, that would her, harm or, her or hurt her. Yeah. You remember that? Compromise yeah. her. Like um, that movie, Fifty Shades of Grey. I never saw it, Me but either. I heard enough about it. And I'm listening to these women whose husbands, their husbands let them go see it. I'm like, why? Mm-hmm. Why would you let them have such a one, <laughs> see that- inappropriate material? Have false expectations. Mm-hmm. And dude, do you know what she's going to do when she comes home? Mm-hmm. She's going to look at you and wonder why you can't be like that. Mm-hmm. You set it up. Mm-hmm. Why? Yep. Dude, you got enough. You got enough problems. Ray didn't <laughs> have to have. Ray and I didn't have to have that talk because he already knew I was against it. Yeah. But had I wanted to, he would have told me no. I and can't that, let you see that. Yeah. I, I am sure that that there's probably a lot of women who have. Seen well, I had one lady. Somebody, well, my right deacon's now. wife. The deacon's wife's going. Yeah. I don't okay. care. So it's still inappropriate. Anyway. And that's not the only movie. There's a lot of movies. Yeah, there's a lot of other movies. Set us up for false oh, expectations yeah. of what a marriage actually is. Anything on the Hallmark oh, channel, oh, yeah. by the way, which you abhor. Yes. Yes. You, you no, know. no, no Hallmark. <laughs> no. Gosh. I know. I know. Yeah, no. No Hallmark but, channel but for But that in... Uh, there's, you're right. There's other romance movies out there that just it sets it up for false expectations. Yep. False romance. Romance books. Yeah, exactly. Romance. I did get into a short while. I did start reading those, mm-hmm. and then one day I figured out I really didn't like the romance part. I liked the the storyline. Yeah. So I just like you know I don't need this crap. It yeah. set up a false expectation. Uh, yeah, it doesn't exist. Yeah, exactly. And then you're looking at your husband, and then you're <laughs> uh, you're getting mad at him because he's not like that. But that's he's looking real. at you thinking like, the same thing. He's like, what are you yeah. bothering me for? And it's, it's just not real. Yeah, exactly. Real. And so that's part of being an order is, is that, you know, the wife submitting to the husband's not because he's better than her. It's not that she can't do it. It's that he has his role. She has her role. And I'm going to, um, some, uh, another example would be a, like 
to work. I have equipment at work. There is a starting sequence. You do not just go up to it and turn a key. You have to turn a key, push a button, wait, push another button, wait, and then push another button for it to start. And if you don't put it in the right sequence, it will never get going. It will never do its job and it will never do its purpose. So the ladies, again, this is not about husbands are better than wives or um, wives can't do it. It's nothing to do with that. It's about working in a proper function, a proper order so that everything works together smoothly, peacefully. Our biggest goal is to minimize warfare. And, you know, I think that um, the women's movement that's going Mm -hmm. on today Mm -hmm. is so incredibly damaging because it gives a false order of things, Mm -hmm. you know. A false hope. It tells you you're yeah. going to feel satisfied if you do this. Mm-hmm. And I've met a lot of women. They're not. Mm-mm. And they're trying to achieve mm-hmm. a satisfaction that cannot they cannot reach mm-hmm. because they're out of order. Yep. And and the truth is, there are a lot of things in this world that we women can do that men can do. But there are some things that the Lord says, listen, I gave y'all list. This is on the man's list and this is on the right. woman's list. Right. Exactly. And uh, I, I want to finish this and I'm, I have a actually a pretty good... Um, Okay, I'm going to eat another Story. piece of truck That's light. cool. And I do want to set this up, too. I have a big note here. And if you're wanting to find it in the Bibles in the book of Exodus, it is very clear that this is not a license to abuse. God has does not condone, never has condoned abuse. And I will prove it when we talk about love. God is not saying that it's okay to abuse a spouse. This is not what it is. It's not saying that a wife should be a doormat who's walked all over or who is put in her place. That is not because we see that throughout this. Husbands, love your wives like Christ loved the church. And we're going to talk about love and what that actually truly means. How funny because I wrote just a few little notes and that's uh-huh. exactly what I have. Nice. Nice. <laughs> hey, high five. Hey, kiddos. All right. So we're in verse um, Ephesians 5, verse um, 28. So husbands ought to love their own wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself. That is... an. No selfishness in that one. Not at all. No, no, no. There's not supposed to be selfishness nice. in it. It's a good way to put it. Exactly. For no one ever, this is verse 29, for no one ever hated his own flesh, but nourishes and cherishes it, just as the Lord does the church. Verse 30, Ephesians 5, verse 30. For we are members of his body, of his flesh, and of his bones. This is talking about Jesus, that we are all members of his body, his flesh, and his bones. And in Ephesians 5, verse 31, it says, For this reason, a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. This is a great mystery, but I speak concerning Christ and the church. Nevertheless, let each one of you particular so love his own wife as himself, and let the wife see that she respects her husband. Now, respects is giving reverence. And I... um I had a woman try to ask me that. She said, well, what if he doesn't deserve respect? I've never seen a condition on respect in here. There's never been a condition. You're supposed to respect them even when they don't deserve it. We're supposed to love people when they don't deserve mm-hmm. it. I mean, if Jesus only loved us when we deserved it, none of us would. Uh, we wouldn't be. We wouldn't have love. We wouldn't be saved. There's no, no way. There'd be no way we'd he said even we, be going to heaven. Yeah, because he said we, I, you love because I first loved you. We couldn't even understand mm-hmm. what love is if Jesus didn't do it first. And what's funny is, I don't know that woman that you were speaking of, but I bet you, I bet you probably 100% that she was demanding things from her husband. She wasn't even married. 
Oh, gosh. She was once. No, no, she was once. Okay. So she was probably demanding things that she didn't deserve as well. Yeah. No, she, well, she was actually mad at um, some other man and she was trying to trap me. Oh. And uh, it didn't work because I looked at her (laughs) straight in the eyes and said, does it matter? Because she felt disrespected, even though it wasn't. Mm -hmm. Even though it was no disrespect there. It's just that this particular guy didn't agree with her. And and for good reason. Um, She was one of the Fifty Shades people. Oh. And um, she got mad. And and that's when, that's that's the rest of the story. So Mm -hmm. she tried to say that this person wasn't respectful. And I said, it doesn't matter. The Bible says we are to respect. Mm Mm-hmm. And, um, and it doesn't stop just at husbands. We're supposed to, because you cannot tell me I can respect my husband, but not the guy down the street, my neighbor. It, it, God has never worked that way. No. Nope. And if you're not respectful to your husband, if you're respectful to your husband, you're going to be respectful to the men around you. Now, I had one guy, you know, the guys say, you know, like, wow, you're really respectful. Well, I had to learn to be respectful to my husband. Mm-hmm. Once I got learned how to be respectful to him and my dad and my grandpa, my, you know, it, it just flows out. Yeah. So this person was mad about that. And when I looked them in the eye and said, it doesn't matter, you're supposed to anyway, then that's when they were like, well, you know, and then they tried to give me all these other excuses. And I'm like, just shake my head. I'm like, well, I don't know what to say. But no, the Bible's very clear. Yeah, the Bible's clear. So that's why I um, And this is why I want to go. So this is where it gets more fun. Because I know some, some women, they get very angry with the rest of the Bible. And I think it's some of it, I think we're noticing, I think it's because they don't really read it. The things that the God does ask women to do. I think we forget that the women were at the tomb first. They got to see Jesus resurrected mm-hmm. first. They were there anointing him before his death. Mm-hmm. So I think that when they try to get mad at Paul and stuff for showing order in the, in the Bible, it's because they're forgetting that God, Jesus already said, look at this, look at this, look at this. Look in the Old Testament, we see. We see Deborah, we see Abigail, we see Esther, we see Ruth and Naomi and all that. We see some very empowered, and I think that's what um, one of the uh, young women in our church, she goes, are you going to talk about the difference between feminism and empowerment? We see where the Lord has empowered women to do things mm-hmm. in order for a specific purpose, mm-hmm. specific plan, just like the flowers. You can look at us, we're flowers. We're not better than the trees. We're not better than the bees. But we're not going to be able to produce fruit without the bees in the tree. Because the, the flower gets its water. It gets its food from the tree. But it cannot reproduce without the bee coming in and making the pollen fall. So that's why it has to all go together in, in just one big bundle picture. Thank you for letting us share our tools to become the women God created us to be. If we encouraged you today, visit us at moderndayabigails.com. Remember, you are loved, cherished, and prayed over. Mm-hmm.